Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 80 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. XboxIn10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at XboxIn10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Kronos Before the Ashes, Fogues, Immortals Phoenix Rising, John Wick Hex, and Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. The games coming out this week include Call of the Sea, Puyu Puyu Tetris 2, Monster Sanctuary, Dying Light Anniversary Edition, Farming Simulator 19 Precision Farming, Unto the End, Do Not Feed the Monkeys, IAI, Cyberpunk 2077 Finally, Panzer Dragoon, and Sinecure 2. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and in a slow news week, we only have five to cover. Number one, coming soon to Xbox Game Pass, Control, Doom Eternal, Holiday Offer, and more. This is by Megan Spur, the community manager for Xbox Game Pass, over on Xbox Wire. A lot of you are new to Xbox Game Pass right now, hi everyone. And to those of you lurking here to check out what games will be coming soon, hi to you too. We have a big list of games coming at you, and to sweeten the deal for those who haven't tried Xbox Game Pass Ultimate yet, for a limited time starting December 3rd, you can get your first three months for $1. That's all the games we already have, plus everything coming soon here below, all of our perks like 30 Days of Disney+, Plus, and starting December 15th, all the EA Play titles on PC as well. The games coming soon to Xbox Game Pass include, on December 3rd, the following games, Control, Android and Console, Doom Eternal on PC, Haven on Console and PC, Rage 2 on Android, Slime Rancher on Android and Console, VA 11 Hall A Cyberpunk Bartender Action on PC, Yes Your Grace Android Console and PC, then on December 4th, Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition on Console and PC, on December 8th, Call of the Sea Android Console and PC, Monster Sanctuary on Android and Console, and Starbound on PC. On December 9th, Unto the End on console and PC. On December 10th, Assetto Corso on Android and console. Gang Beasts, great one, on Android and console. Greedfall on Android, console, and PC. Superhot Mind Control Delete on Android and console. And Ukulele and the Impossible Lair on Android, console, and PC. More games with Xbox Touch controls have also been announced starting on December 3rd. Ultimate members will have new ways to play these cloud-enabled games via their Android devices, each now featuring touch controls. These games include Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Golf with Your Friends, Hyperdot, Eichenfell, Indivisible, Scourgebringer, The Tourist, and Vambrace Cold Soul. Just a ton of amazing games for all you Xbox Game Pass owners out there to enjoy. I'm so glad Control is finally coming, I held off from buying it on the sale, and I've been dying to check out this game, which was a big game of the year last year for many sites. Number 2. Microsoft rolls out the November 2020 Xbox console update. This is from Paul Therott at therott.com. Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S owners have a new dashboard update on the way this week, adding several improvements. Quote, this month marked the start of the next generation of console gaming on Xbox with the release of the Xbox Series X and S, and Team Xbox is excited to continue bringing new ways to make your experience on Xbox even better, end quote, Microsoft's Jonathan Hildenbrandt writes. Quote, just like we've done on Xbox One, we will continue to periodically release software updates designed to improve your Xbox gaming experience, based on feedback, including both delivering your new features and fixing bugs, end quote. The November 2020 Xbox console update, as it's called, adds the following new features, some are only for the Xbox Series X and S. 
Dynamic Background Support on Xbox Series X and S, you can now configure the background of the dashboard to display dynamic backgrounds with motion and color. Auto HDR Badge Xbox Series X and S supports a feature called Auto HDR that helps improve the visual quality of pre-HDR games. When this feature is enabled for a particular game, you'll see a new Auto HDR Badge when you open the guide. Optimized for Xbox Series X and S Badge A new Optimized Series X and S Badge will appear on game tiles in My Games and Apps so you know which games are optimized for the new consoles. Game Activity Tab This new guide tab will keep you up to date on your achievements progress in the current game. Xbox Game Pass Improvements Now you can pre-install games that are coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. To do so, open the Xbox Game Pass app on the console or mobile and look for the Coming Soon section. Add existing Xbox family members to a new console. If you've used the new Xbox Family Settings app on Android and iOS to create child accounts, you can now add family members to your console during setup. Xbox Insider Program Support Now the Series X and S consoles are compatible with the Xbox Insider Program so you can participate in testing future updates. And as always, some new bug fixes and performance enhancements. I think these are a bunch of really solid updates for the gaming experience on the Series X and S. The dynamic backgrounds are cool and look great with my Hue White Sync box. The Auto HDR badge is nice to see which games are taking advantage of the feature. The Optimized for Series X and S badge makes it very clear to know which version of the game you're playing. And being able to pre-download any game, especially now with Xbox Game Pass, is a huge improvement. Number 3. Sea of Thieves is getting seasons and a battle pass in 2021. Jordan Alleman at IGN writes, See if these will introduce a seasonal progression system in January 2021 alongside a battle pass with free and premium options. Announced as part of the final Sea of Thieves news for 2020, Rare will be moving away from the game's consistent monthly update model. The season system will replace this, bringing players new content every three months, with a new way to play introduced in every season, starting with Season 1 in January 2021. Each season will feature regular and feature live events as well as new rewards for Pyre Outlaws to uncover. You'll progress through 100 levels of Pirate Renown in each season, unlocking new rewards for your Pirate player character and their ship. This will be separate from the existing progression system, which sees you ranking up companies by engaging with certain pockets of gameplay. Players who have achieved the coveted title of Pirate Legend will also be receiving specialized exclusive rewards as part of the new progression system. An optional premium tier of the Battle Pass called the Plunder Pass will be available offering even more unique rewards and exclusive items from the Pirate Emporium. I think it's great to see this game continue to succeed with the millions of players enjoying the game. I for one just didn't get into it as I didn't have a core group of pirate friends to get out there and play. I love what they're doing, but this battle pass system does kind of scare me, although it's mostly been good in some games, as this is going to be the premier progression and monetization model we see in games coming forward in the future. Number 4. Mass Effect co-creator and Dragon Age producer depart Bioware. Sean Carey at True Treatments writes, Bioware General Manager Casey Hudson and Dragon Age Executive Producer Mark Dara have announced their departures from the studio. Hudson, who spent nearly 20 years across two stints as a developer, worked on numerous games during his tenure, including the Knights of the Old Republic and the Mass Effect trilogy. In a post over on the Bioware website, Hudson decided to leave the developer to make way for the next generation of studio leaders. Hudson continues by saying that it wasn't an easy decision to make, Quote, I will be missing able to work every day with our inspiring developers on the biggest and most exciting projects I can imagine. But I also know that this is a good time for myself and Bioware, end quote. Mark Dara, a Bioware veteran of 23 years, who served as an executive producer for the Dragon Age series, announced his departure in a similar blog post. 
Quote, this has been a very difficult decision for me. The team of amazing developers on Dragon Age make my life fuller and better. They have taught me so much, but the strength of the team is also what makes this possible. I know that Dragon Age won't just survive without me, it will thrive, end quote. Gary McKay, Bioware's Senior Director of Development Operations, is now the studio's acting general manager. At the same time, Christian Daly, an ex-Blizzard developer, has been tasked with leading Bioware's next Dragon Age project. Bioware recently announced that a new entry in the Mass Effect franchise was in the works and unveiled the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, a remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy. This piece of news is really disheartening. Casey Hudson and Mark Darr were big powerful forces at Bioware, and Bioware needs a good comeback story. After Mass Effect Andromeda wasn't well received, and the fallout from the game Anthem, they need a win, and with these departures, I hope they are still able to deliver the games that the fans want. And number 5, Fortnite might get Master Chief plus other Halo goodies. Patricia Hernandez at Polygon writes, Fortnite is showing no signs of slowing down this year. After a record-breaking Marvel event and a recent tease for a God of War crossover, leakers are reporting that the Bubblegum Battle Royale game might also soon see a Halo collaboration as well. Right now, data miners and leakers are sharing small, somewhat blurry images apparently hailing from a web forum 4chan that appears to show the Master Chief and the skin select menu for Fortnite. Additionally, there are also images that show a tiny warthog and a pelican, both of which are vehicles that you can use in Halo. A Kratos skin was officially announced as a skin in Fortnite, and it's crazy to see a Kratos skin being played on Nintendo Switches and of course Xbox consoles. I think Fortnite is going to get some Master Chief goodies, and I think it's going to be announced this week at the Game Awards. Seems like Epic is trying to have its own Super Smash Brothers like by having characters from all walks of life, video games, movies, TV, and more. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about some PS2 emulation on the Series X and S. Credit to Ian Carlos Campbell at The Verge. Developers have now made it possible to emulate PS2 games on the Xbox Series S and S using the RetroArch emulator, something that the PS5, a successor to the PS2, can't. Thanks to the Xbox Series S and S console's developer mode, the emulation software can be added as a universal Windows application, UWA, allowing users to download a retail version of the emulation software directly to their console without tricky workarounds, so players don't have to wait for a re-release to play an older favorite. While RetroArch is able to emulate several different consoles, the compatibility for running PS2 games using the PCSX2 core is a particularly notable because of how limited Sony's PS5 is when it comes to backwards compatibility compared to the Xbox. The new console is also only natively backwards compatible with PS4 games with some caveats, and Sony currently offers only the option to play PS3 and PS2 games using its PlayStation Now game streaming service. It's wild to see what people are doing with backwards compatibility and this developer mode to play some emulated games on the Series S and X. For $19 to register for the Microsoft Developer Program, you too can play around with this and give it a shot. I've never been into emulation, so I'm not going to try it personally, but it's really cool to see all the people playing these old games. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, the only game I've continued to grind on is Death Stranding on the PS5 via backwards compatibility as it's a PS4 game. Really enjoying my time with it. I can't believe I'm actually liking it. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.